It's the Low and Is Chargers podcast. Welcome back to Believe in the Chargers podcast. I'm here with Chargers legend Lorenzo Neal. I'm Is Solo. This week, the Chargers, they have the Bucks. Tell me what you think the odds are of the Chargers beating them this week. Well, I think when you look at both these teams, they're both trying to find their their identity. You have two quarterbacks that are, you know, trying to understand the players' personnel and the players that they're dealing with. You have one, of course, is a Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer, but he's in a new system. He's in a system where he doesn't know the different guys and trying to uh, get his foots, his you know, his get his feet underneath him. And you saw him struggle against the Saints, uh, you know throw two two pick through two pick sixes and didn't look great. And you know, Tom Brady, you know, is a great quarterback, but didn't seem that way early. So right now he's trying to find his way. And then you look at the Chargers. You look at the Chargers and Justin Herbert, rookie quarterback from, you know, Oregon, who's trying to find his way. Not just find out what guys can do, but also just the NFL, the speed itself, playing an NFL offense playing on Sunday, it's a lot different than colleges. So I think when you look at that, yes, you have to give Tom Brady a huge, a huge advantage, but not as, as big as people would like to think because Tom, you know, he's older. He's, you know, learning new, new terminology, something that he's been, he's known for, think about it, 15 years, 18 years in New England. So same terminology, same words, all those same, that language, the same. Now he's just here at this team. So think about how many things that he has to change, how many things that he's, that he's got to associate. Okay, what is this in New England? What's this play called in New England? So when you look at what Tom Brady is, that they're asking him to do, it's way more than what people think. Oh, Tom Brady's great. He'll be able to handle it. He will, but you got to realize it's still a lot that he's got to uh, get, uh, get down before he can be able to play at that elite level like Tom Brady's accustomed to. And that brings us to the sponsorship of this episode, betonline.ag. Chargers fans, the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals, team player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always an online casino as well. It never closes. So head on out to betonline.ag and take advantage of the all-time great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Solo, you're talking about yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're talking about Herbert versus Brady, and I want to go a little bit more in depth about that because you you talked about the Brady's first game with Tampa Bay against the uh, New Orleans Saints, and it didn't, it didn't go planned at all. Um, it it kind of seemed like they got smacked in the face. It seemed like they had big heads. They were hearing all the talk during the offseason that they were Super Bowl favorites, playoff favorites, that they are going to win that division. And the Saints were like, hold him, wait a minute. We've been at the, the top of this division for how long? And just because Tom Brady's coming was – with the Gronk out of retirement and some other players, y'all think they can beat us out? And so they, they showed them what was up, and they welcomed them, Tom Brady, to the division. And Herbert, 
he's he's a rookie. His past two starts haven't been the best, but they've been really good. He's thrown for over 300 yards both games, and now even though he doesn't have a win yet, you're looking at him playing against an all-time great. I just I I need to see that he needs to stop the rookie mistake slow, right? We, like we yeah, just gotta be yeah, honest. He, 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 he 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 does, and I know yeah, I know you 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 want this young guy to come in and and tear up the league, but it's a situation where you're going to go through some growing pains. And you saw what he hit Keenan Allen, and and they starting to get some uh, you know some continuity going, but you're still going to be you know you still have to realize this is rookie is trying to fill his way through this. You you listen to certain guys, even when you're playing linebacker and on defense everyone says oh it's easy to play defense if you're the inside middle linebacker you make the call so you get the call and you make the call then you boom you get ready now and you got to go play and but when you become great you get the call you make sure the guys are lined up you look at the the offense you look at the guard and center you look at the formation that they have two by whether it's two by two or maybe it's one by one or maybe three to a side or three by one they go in nickel and you start to say okay now, what are they going to do? Here's what they can do. Here's this route combination. So great instinctive linebackers and safeties, they know how to, you know, go through things and make sure that guys are in the right place. Orchestrate guys. You hear great safeties. Hey, lining up guys and getting guys lining up. Tell bracket coverage. So because he's a secondary, he's the leader of the secondary or the linebacker. When you're a quarterback, it's so different. You go from now he's getting to play, so the coach calls in the play, tells the play. So now Justin gets the play, Herbert, and now he's got to say the play. Now he's looking guys to get lined up. He's getting guys lined up, and now he's got to say, okay, now i got to look at defenses. Now, okay, what is this corner's tendency? This is going to take years for him to master this. And look at Tom Brady. You never really master it. It's sort of like playing quarterback. It's like playing golf. You go out there and you can go out there one day and you shoot in the 80s. And when you go out there and shoot in the best golfers, sometimes they'll hit a bad shot where it goes out of bounds. Qu- playing quarterback, it's always, you're always going to be learning. You always are going, you can always get better. And for everyone to think that here's a young rookie going to come in here and already master this position, it's tough. It's really tough. Is So that's why it's going to be tough sledding in Tampa Bay. But you like the young kid. Does he have the talent? Then you, does he have enough talent to beat Tampa Bay? And that question, you would say yes. Does he have this? Does he have enough intelligence to beat Tampa Bay? In there, you can say yes. Does he have the arm strength to make every play and every throw? You would say yes. So those attributes, you can say yes, because there are some guys that you can look at around the league and think about a quarterback that's in. Chicago, but he won't be starting this week. Trubisky, <laughs> you could and, and and but think about this. So if I asked you those questions, if I said if Trubisky was on the Chargers with Keenan and and you know and, and Henry and you know and Eckler and the running backs that you know Cali and the, all the talent, if I said does he have the talent, you would say yes. But I, if I asked you does he have the capability, what do you mean I would say yes? Are you speaking for me? Well, you tell me. So I'm asked you. Does the Chargers have – so I'm going to ask you this question. Does the Chargers have good enough receivers, good enough tight ends, good enough running backs to beat, to play and compete with any team, to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? 
Yes, they do. But you're talking about okay. Mitchell Trubisky, whether he but had the you, talent. No, that's the thing. You're not listening. So that's what I said. I said, if I asked you, does he have, that they have enough talent at those positions, you would say yes. But if I said, if they had the right quarterback, do you trust his decision-making? Trubisky, can he make those throws? No. Can exactly, he get yeah. the ball to? Yeah. So my point was I was making the difference between Trubisky and the quarterback that the Chargers have. Justin is, if I asked you about Justin, can he throw the long ball? Yes. Can he throw the out? Yes. Can he do these things that Trubisky can do, can't do? Absolutely. So that was the point that I'm making about when we're, because we're talking about getting ready to get into the game. I'm saying you do have a capable quarterback that can make throws and do things that, that other quarterbacks like Trubisky couldn't do. So the Chargers have the talent. The bottom line is, what can he execute it? Can he play a high-caliber game, a per, darn near perfect game to beat them? And you saw that two weeks ago. Did he have the talent to beat Kansas City? Did he could he make the throws to beat Kansas City? Yes, but he didn't. Did he? He made a mistake, a rookie mistake, throwing the interceptions across that led to that would have put points on the board for the Chargers, at least the field goal, and they win that game. So my point is. That is what this game is going to come down to, I think, because you as a young quarterback, you can't turn the ball over. You can't make mistakes like that, especially when you're playing against a team like the Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Yeah, and when I look at the Bucks defense for Herbert, it's really not one of the better defenses that he's faced yet. Honestly, I think... He hasn't really played against any tough defenses so far. He played against the Chiefs defense, and yeah, they have some good guys, but we all know they're not an all-elite defense. They're not going to go out there and stop a team for a whole half. And then Panthers, you look at the Panthers defense, uh, we know all the players that they've lost over the years and now how they're in kind of rebuild mode. And then you look at the Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, they're yeah, they're loaded, but they're loaded on the offense. And not even really at that. They're loaded with well, mostly players that are past their primes. You, so I look at Tampa Bay, and you say that Sha- uh, Shaquille Barrett, Barrett, he led the league in sacks last year. Yeah, Shaq but Barrett. is Shaquille so Barrett when you say gonna guard, no talent. cover Hunter Henry or uh, Keenan Allen or Mike Williams? Uh, I can answer that question. I can say yes, because when you have pressure on the quarterback, guess what he does to the quarterback? If you're trying to throw the ball to those particular guys, what happens? You can't get the ball out if you don't have time. You saw that in certain games. So I do think that the defensive front and outside pass rushers, pass rushers do play a very significant part um, in timing. Take the Niners, for instance. Go no further than that. And think about last year, how great their defense was. And their defense put so much pressure. But the year before, everyone said they didn't have a secondary. The the, the Niners secondary, they said, sucked. All of a sudden, bring in Nicky Bosa, bring in D Ford, bring in, and then you bring in the defense. All of a sudden, their secondary became one of the top 10 secondaries when you just brought in pass rushers. So, yes, it it does have a bearing on it. And then when you talk about the offense and you're saying guys beyond their prime, Mike Evans is beyond his prime? I'm not talking Are about Mike Evans. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Evans Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady, Chris, Chris McCoy. Godwin. Okay, Tom Brady. 
Okay, Tom Brady, yes, he's beyond his prime. But when you're sitting there talking about key positions, though, does Tom Brady need to go run routes? Does Tom Brady, all he needs to do is throw the ball. Yeah. So, yes, he's past his prime. But don't sit here and say the Tampa Bay, Leonard Fournette's not a physical running back who can't run hard and tough in between tackles. O.J. Howard is not one of the better a premier tight end in this league. So I don't know, young fella, how you're just going to sit here and say they don't have talent. I didn't say they didn't have talent, but I just said I, – did you not hear what I said? I said offensively What'd they're loaded, but there's some guys past their you primes. Said, I said defensively they don't really have the guys to stop the Chargers – receivers their uh, passing threats and i said they do and i'll go back to what i was the point that i was making about their pass rushers they're elite they're elite pass rushers so when you're telling me that they don't that's where i'm in a different church and i'm in a different pew that i because i think that they do have some guys on that defense that your secondary don't have to cover Go look how many balls that are thrown long, the big long passes against them, and usually they don't have time because of that pass rush. So I don't know if you can sit here. Yeah, Tom Brady is past his prime. Yes, Gronkowski's past his prime. But Gronk still is a pretty good tight end. And I think Tampa Bay is still a team that I think is one of the top four teams in the whole NFC. Well, you know what? You don't? You disagree that they're not going to do it. You should know that. Pretty good ain't going to do it. It's not going to do it. And I'm not sitting here saying it's But the Chargers, my friend, you have to realize that the Chargers, you lost Ingram the third. You lost another pass rusher. You lost somebody that's pretty good on your defense. Yeah, now Chris Harris Jr. Doubling, is also you know, on the injured reserve too. Chris Harris, yeah. You, you lost a good corner in Chris Harris Jr., who I love. And now you're talking about, okay, now guys are going to have to pass rush, but now you're going to look at Tampa Bay. What are they going to do to, you know, Nick, to, to Joey Bosa? What do you want to do now? Now you want to turn protection toward him to try to put two guys, two hats on him to try to slow him down. So I think that this is a tough matchup for the Chargers. I think the Chargers can match up with them. I think they have a chance. But the me is it comes down Who's going to make the least amount of mistakes? Can the Chargers play pretty much mistake-free football, travel into Tampa, and, and that's going to be, that is going to be a, a very, very key factor in the success if the Chargers are going to win this game or not. So my question to you, if you're looking at the quarterbacks, if I said who throws for more yards, if you had to go on a limb, who, who's, who throws for more yards between Brady and in, it's gonna be Justin. Tom Brady, definitely Tom Brady. Having Mike Evans, Chris Godwin on his team, any quarterback who has Mike Evans or Chris Godwin on their team is gonna have more passing yards than the quarterback that they're facing. Yeah, I know See, Chargers. I, I'm a, I know. I'm a, disagree. I'm a disagree. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that Justin Haber is gonna have more yards going than Tom Brady. I will, because I think that they're going to be in a situation that they're not having success running the ball. So if you can't run, you have to throw the ball. So just because you have the best quarterback and best receivers still doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have the more yards throwing the ball. Justin, if Justin's in a situation where you're down by 14, that means you're not able to run the ball. That means that you, because you're down by 14, that took you out of, you, makes you one dimensional and that dimensional is throwing the ball. So I think that it's very, very possible that this young man is going to have to win that game. Getting back to Justin, you know, Haber, you know, Haber, for as far as just the quarterback, Justin may have to take over this game. If they're behind by 14 or down early, he is going to have to throw the ball. So I could very well see 
where he has a bigger day than Tom Brady because if that happens, you know, you got to realize the Bucks will be running the ball, ball control, not necessarily throwing the ball around the field. So I think that this young fella may have to put his big boy pads on his and be able to sling that thing 30 to 40 times to, to, to pull out a victory. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I see him having another 300-yard game. But I just – I see Brady having more than Herbert just because you look at the Chargers secondary now, they're, they're kind of depleted. And you know yeah. Brady, he loves to pick on new corners and corners who haven't really been playing throughout the season. You always see it every game. Whenever there's a corner that pops in the game that who hasn't been playing much, he attacks that corner. Doesn't matter who's getting the ball, he's gonna pass it to them just because who's covering. And yeah. Now I'm looking at the Chargers defense. It yeah, like you mentioned it, um Joey Bosa, he's gonna be double team the whole game now that Marvin Williams, um or Mel- Melvin Gordon the third, he's Melvin Ingram, yeah. Yeah, Melvin Ingram the third, he's out for the season. Bosa's is going to have a tough season this year without having the other guy at the other end of the ball because he's just going to be getting double teamed the whole the whole game and then you don't really have the cornerbacks to to take care of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin cuz yeah you can take one out but then there's still another one that's going to still do damage like these guys are arguably the best wide receiver duo in football right now so you have to have two premier cornerbacks to even hope to shutting them down. And the Chargers, they only have one right now with Harris Jr. being placed on IR. Yeah, you're but here's what I think that when you look at what's what what is going to be some of the some of the some of the uh the keys to success for the Chargers, you're absolutely right. They can't sit there and play man to man coverage. You can't. You're you're absolutely right. They'll they'll get picked apart because you know you lost the corner and and maybe not going to have the pass rush there. Look for the Chargers to come out and play some cover four, cover eight, you know, and try to make Tom Brady be perfect and try to you know at, at times try to bring some pressure, but and that's what I think that you're going to have to do play mistake for, mistake free football on defense, and you're going to have to bend but not break, and then when you get in the red zone, Chargers are really going to have to clamp down and clamp down in the red zone because now you don't have long, big zones to throw through. So when you get in the red zone, now you got to play mistake-free football and let Tampa Bay come away with three points instead of touchdowns. you got to limit their trips down there, but you can't give up the touchdowns. You've got to make this a field goal happy day for the, for, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and limit them to just field goal instead of touchdowns because you're right. Tom Brady, they're going to spin the ball around the field. and But the closer you get to the end zone, you know that the tougher it gets to get in there, especially in, in the red zone. So they have to do that. And Chargers got to find a way to win on first and second down. You got to find a way to win on first and second down. That means you're going to have to shut down the run. You, if you've got to shut down the run and, and say, look, make it, you know, second down and 10. And on second down and 10, look, even if you're not covering, you bracket these guys and make sure you punch the ball out. Make sure that, you know, you get some pass deflections. Defensive linemen's got hands got to be up in there and try to deflect and bat down balls. That's going to be that's going to be big and that's going to be crucial. You know that guys just say one two three and get their hands up because maybe Tom Brady's trying to get the ball out of his hands quick. Bat it down, guys. Let jack yards yards after contact. Those are going to be big things that they have to do. 
those are going to have to be things that this team is going to have to do in order to, you know, to be in this game. That's going to be some of the keys to success. And that's why I'm interesting, you know, we, you know, we have our sponsor, you know, Bet Online AG. I wonder, you know, when you're talking about being able to see some of these props, betting on the over and the under, I'd love to see what the over and under is and, you know, what the coaching props are to, uh, this week. Because there, I think it, even though, if guys are out there, the individuals, I know they want they want to go to they can't go to the game, but if they want to be a part of the game, they're still they can go to Bet Online because I'm telling you, Bet Online AG gives you a bunch of opportunities because I think that there's some opportunities for this particular game, especially when it comes to overs and unders and you know like different positions, prop bets. I think that there's there's going to be a lot of props out there to have. So if you want to make a little money, go to Bet 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 Online AG and tell them all low sent you, but um. I'm looking forward to seeing what the total is, you know, how, how the Chargers are going to try to slow down this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, a team that you look and they haven't necessarily just lit up the scoreboard. They played pretty well against Denver, but the Chargers are going to have their hands full. What is some of the things when you're talking about keys for success? I told you what this keys for success for defense, batting down balls, winning on first and second down. And then when you're talking about throwing, Tom Brady throwing the ball, I get that. But then when you get in the red zone, limit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to three points. Don't let them get touchdowns. Those are going to be because the red zone, the field shrinks. The quarterback doesn't have enough room to work with guys, and guys can't run through zones because of those the defense and the end zones there. So I kind of laid out what they have to do. They have to tackle. They can't give up the yak yards. What do you see for this Charger offense that you love about this young rookie quarterback what do you think they have to do? Some of the keys uh, that you like for the offense. Yeah. So yeah, you you kind of led me into the our last segment before we go about our key players. So my key player for the Chargers offense, it's gonna be Hunter Henry. I think Herbert is gonna rely on him a lot because you made me realize. Like, th- thank God that you're here because I I would have never really thought about how the Buccaneers pass rush would have fared against Herbert in the passing game. So I feel like Henry's going to be his security blanket for the game. He's going to go to him a lot. Even though we know him and Allen have developed uh, a good connection, I think he's going to use Henry a lot. And then defensively, uh, quarterback Desmond King, he's going to have to step up a lot. He's going to have his hands full with Mike Evans and and Chris Godwin. So, Lo, tell me, uh, before we go and end, what are uh, your key players for for that, you gave your key moments. Give us your key players. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one, I think that if you're if you're looking at the Chargers and you're looking to try to win this game against Tampa Bay, I think you need to start fast. My keys to success for the Chargers offense is starting fast. Limit the amount of turnovers. Don't win the turnover battles at all. Court at all costs. Do not turn the ball over. Three, I think you got to let the young quarterback, Justin, get the ball out of his hand quick. Run five-yard slants. Run the quick outs. Let him develop rhythm. Then, uh, key number four, make sure that you run the ball. Line up. Run the ball to the perimeter. When you're talking about Shaq, Led the league in pass, led the league in sacks last year. Run at him, try to get to the perimeter. So if you run at him, he's not as heavy 
and big. So now you run at him, double team him, wear him out, wear him down, run away from Sue. At Sue, because you know Sue's still tough, he's still big, and he can play good in the middle. Double team him at times. Run away from him. Make him have to run. Make the defense run laterally. That's one more key. Key number five. Now, if you get running, get them running, get them running to the outside. The Chargers establish the running game. Those long stretch plays, running at, running at Shaq Barrett, making him, making them have to play hard and play heavy because they're running at him, running away from Sue, wearing them down. Now, I think you can run the play action where you still run the stretch play at Barrett, and now you can boot because Sue's on the other opposite side, and he's been running track, trying to run stuff down. Now he's tired, and now you boot away from the stretch play. Now get, get Justin outside of the pocket. Get he, Herbert outside of the pocket. Once you get Herbert outside the pocket, Justin outside of the pocket, now the defense has been tired because you've been running those stretch plays. Now he can have more time to throw the ball downfield without that pressure in his face. So those are some of the keys. And then, of course, if you continue with the success running those stretch plays, now you can go play action and take those shots down the field because now the defense is worn out and now your pass rusher has been thinking run and now he's going to delay before he just comes off the corner. He thinks run, so now he's got to hunker down and stop his feet. Now he's got to stop and restart and the offensive tackles now can have his hands on him because he was thinking run. So those are some of the things offensively the Chargers need to do to set up play action, to set up counters, to set up bootlegs, to put pressure on that defense. You have to keep the ball away from Tom Brady, but also you have to wear the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense out, and you do that by making sure you run to the outside and run out that elite pass rusher that they have so he'll be tired on third down when you have to throw the ball deep. All right, Chargers fans, that was our reasons how the Chargers can beat the the Bucks. Hopefully they do. You always know we're always rooting for them. Lo, anything else to say before you go? No, the biggest thing, guys, if you got some keys, if you think that this is pretty cool, go to bet, you know, go to bet online, AG, put some of that out there, throw some of that money into some of those. Go ahead and bet on the Chargers running game. The Chargers running game has over 120 yards, total yards rushing, over 120, over, if it's over 130, I would still take it. I think Chargers have over 130 yards on the ground rushing. That's what I like on that. I think it's going to be a very, very good game. Can the young rookie, can the young rookie, Justin, not turn over the ball, ball control, and no turnovers? The team that turns over the ball least wins this game. Excited. Go Chargers. Let's get it. Make sure to catch episodes every Tuesday and Thursday.